Welcome back to week three of the Superhero Spectacular, featuring an X-Men movie described as not quite as good as The Last Stand. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Patrick. And this is Bad Movies, Worst Worst People. This week we are discussing <laughs> 2019's Dark Phoenix. I don't know if it's X-Men colon Dark Phoenix or just Dark Phoenix. I, I think it's both. just Dark Phoenix. When I had to search for it, like I put in Dark Phoenix and like other shit came up first. And then it was like X-Men Dark Phoenix. And I was just like, huh. But I didn't search for X-Men. But maybe I would have found it quicker that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to the Disney Plus and went to the Marvel section and then scrolled down to where it was like shit that isn't doesn't count anymore. I seriously <laughs> never thought canon. I'd search out this movie until we decided well, to do neither this. Neither did I. So yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> you know, and I so I, I grew up, you know, as you probably well, you didn't grow up because you're older than me, but you were probably still watching the X Men. I, I still think never grow he grew up. up. So. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what I mean. I did. I, I didn't finish my thought. I grew up watching the X Men cartoon, as you probably did also, but you were more grown up than me. But everybody watched the X Men. Understood it a little bit better. No, I do have it on DVD, but, I mean, and I can't. It. I can't like force myself to watch it. I've yeah. tried. Like I want to keep. The I went nostalgia. back and watched some of it. Some of it's fine. I didn't really watch it, but I dated somebody who was obsessed with the actual comics, and so when the first ones came out, of course we saw it in theaters, and then on one of the stingers, it showed Gambit or Remy on one of the files and he had the biggest boner for this. <laughs> like that was his favorite character. I remember the stinger from uh, X2 where uh, they showed the shadow of the Phoenix over like the water and stuff. Oh. That really didn't come to anything. They did do that kind of in the last stand, but not really. And uh, they keep trying to do this. Oh, the reason I brought up the cartoon is because they did this on the cartoon and they did it fine because the cartoon just adapted comic book stories as you should do because somebody already wrote a good story. Yeah. This, okay, so this one isn't that bad insofar as like an adaptation of the story, but it wasn't good. It was really just boring. I honestly, I liked it better than The Last Stand. Okay. Well, I haven't seen The Last Stand since that one time I saw it in 2003 or whatever. I remember being really annoyed with The Last Stand. I was not as annoyed with this one. Well, that whole original trilogy annoyed me because I was like, why do they just wear black leather? What is this, The Matrix? <laughs> Maybe that's what they were trying to go for. I mean, I'm sure it was. I don't know when the first one came out. The, the Matrix was 99. The first one was 2000 or 2001, I think. So it would make sense. Possibly. Well, you don't want to just wear yellow costumes? <laughs> they should just wear yellow costumes. Yellow with blue. I mean, the one I mean, they the... made the reference to it, at least. I mean, that was good in that movie. Yeah, I think Wolverine says something, right? About, like, what do you want me to wear? Yellow spandex yeah. or something? He does say something like that. I avoided this movie because I thought it was going to suck. And then it was a victim of the whole Disney Fox merger. And then it got delayed for a couple more years. And then they were, like, recutting it. And I was like, well, there's no way that this movie's any good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know. It might be better than Apocalypse. I you slept through Apocalypse. Yeah, I don't remember why. it. I remember liking it. I just I really like Mal, Mal, Malkavoy. McAvoy. McAvoy. Thank you. The only thing I 
that remember about Apocalypse was that uh, Oscar Isaac was really disappointing as a giant purple blue like penis monster or whatever he was. <laughs> and if Oscar Isaac's disappointing, I'm not interested. And then also I remember what I told you earlier about she has the fucking Phoenix Force. She has the powers in that movie. And then they start this movie and they're like, just kidding. Now she has them. I'm like, you know how much time you could have saved of not having her gate? You could have had her already have it and move straight into her going bad, and you could have fit more into this movie in the same runtime. Though, I will say, there's not a lot of lull in this movie. I mean, it is pretty go, go, go. The action segments the segments kick in pretty well and yeah i'm sitting there going oh this is kind of neat all right cool well i said right off the bat that sophie turner who plays jean gray was just disappointing like right away i was like she is not trying in this movie and then she literally sleeps through like (laughs) half of this movie she does but also (laughs) i pointed out that i feel like she's trying to mask her accent so she's talking slower so I was like, did she really have an accent? Or yeah, that's her natural voice. Okay. On, on Game of Thrones, that is her actual... Oh, shit. Okay. What? Who is she in Game of Thrones? Sansa. San- Sansa Stark. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, was this before Game of Thrones? or This after? was in the midst of Game of Thrones. In the midst? Okay. I mean, it came out... It might have come out right after, but it was filmed in oh, the midst of Game right, of Thrones. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it was filmed after the good parts. so she had already fallen asleep on game of thrones at this point pretty much you know what is it season four (laughs) season four of game of thrones i give up after three that's fine (laughs) season four it's all about aria and like the man with no name she was gone for like season three right so they brought her back and gave her i don't remember i don't know brand was gone for five seasons and then we watched it all at like it we watched it all at once except for like the last three seasons which we had watched while they were coming out and then of course those are the disappointing ones like i watched all the good stuff and then I sat there and waited, waited for, for all the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so this movie came out in 2019. It's rated PG-13. It's 113 minutes, which is shorter than most superhero movies nowadays. Um, movie cost $200 million to make. In the U.S. and Canada, it grossed $65.8 million. And then the rest of the world, it grossed 186.6, making a total of 252.4. So it made, 200, or made $52 million, technically. But the people who figure this stuff out when they include advertising and, you know, all those kinds of extra costs that go yeah. into it, they say it probably lost about $133 million. Wow. Which would explain why the little bird that appears in the sky at the end is never getting a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Spoiler alert. Whatever. <laughs> That's why it doesn't matter, because none of this matters. It yeah. really doesn't. <laughs> Uh, so this was written and directed by Simon Kinberg, who is not a director. Uh, he is a producer, which I feel like says a lot about your movie when you just finally, like your franchise, when at one point you just go, you know what, fuck it, you bake it. Because like, the producers are always breathing down people's throats, right? Or breathing around their necks, not down their throats. That's weird. <laughs> I'll break down your throat. <laughs> but then they're just like, you know what, you make it. I mean, he did, he did write some other movies like he wrote x-men apocalypse which is why the the whole changing of the power thing really annoys me because he's retconning his own shit for no fucking reason (laughs) everybody else does it (laughs) i take it as he was disappointed with the other directors and the direction they were going so he's like you know what fuck it you want something done right you do it your goddamn self and then you know (laughs) he has produced a lot of great or not great movies but a lot of movies he he produced mr mrs smith and jumper which are both terrible 
Uh, he produced First Class, all these new X-Men movies. Uh, so First Class, Days of Future Past, which were good. He produced that show you watched, The Gifted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan, Legion, which was a great show. So like he's done a bunch of good shit. He just, you know, didn't direct those things. I was sad when they canceled Gifted. Yeah. Yeah. Did they finish it? Not really. They never They do. left it as a stand. Like the next season was going to be amazing. And then they're like, guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> well, that's the, always the symptom of like this show might be getting canceled and we and we, we can't do much to drum up viewership. So we're going to add drama and we're going to make it so these viewers really want to see the next season. And maybe the network will go ahead and continue it so the, the viewers can be happy. But if you didn't drum up enough extra viewers, want want. Well, now it's the time of the <laughs> streaming. So just fucking make it streamable. Like, it still costs put, money. Though. I mean, I get it. I get it costs money. But I'm a binger. And what is it? We have a friend that won't watch something unless it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he won't watch anything until all of the seasons have come out. Oh, God damn And it. he's a huge Star Wars fan, and he has yet to watch The Mandalorian because it's not over. I will liken that to the aspect of people who won't play with unpainted miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on board yeah. games. I won't play it. Dude, <laughs> side note. There was somebody in one of the Shadows of Brimstone groups who like was like, okay, finally finished painting my minecart pledge. Now I can play. This was last year. It was eight years after the yeah. game came out. It doesn't matter. So hope it makes it all better. <laughs> <laughs> this movie begins with the Fox 20th Century logo. But guess what, guys? The X is red. <gasps> Pretty cool. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, it's five. Not For X-Men, get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? It's Fox. <laughs> All I can think of is dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and then oh, the that's X, it. Okay, I was just saying. And then the really X is. turns red instead of gold. Um, and then she, we get a, an opening monologue from Sophie Turner about how can we evolve to do something, and it doesn't matter because she doesn't learn anything in this movie, and it's about learning and changing yourself. Yeah. Uh, so life lessons. After her little dialogue, or it's not dialogue. Her self narration. Yeah, her monologue. <laughs> yeah, that word. We basically get introduced to yet another. Fucking origin story in a comic book movie where, and I don't remember in Apocalypse or if she was even in any of the other ones. I think she was only in Apocalypse in this one. If they explained her thing, but it goes back to here's Jean Grey as a child, and I'm just like, good God, I get it. Guess yeah. what's gonna happen? Wait, you Dead became parents. an orphan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but again, it's really fast. It's not a 20 minute thing. I think a whole origin is what five minutes if that yeah but it's the same origin that every other superhero has my parents it, died yeah, pretty much yeah and i have superpowers now yeah but it <laughs> shows that the dad is still alive yeah because he's still moving so you're like oh wait he's not fucking dead. i will say for the, the opening thing when the car crashes here <laughs> like so Jean gray yeah. is like that she wants to change wicked. the music and she's like changing it with her mind and her mom's like are you doing that and i'm like that's a weird question I don't know if they knew or not because they seem like they didn't, and then they seem like they did. It's like it's like uh, that. That seems like the whole burnout, like slow mo car crash thing. Yeah. Well, and when the car crashes, though, like she falls asleep and jerks the wheel, and the dad tries to stop it and it hits that truck. Dude, it, they have the shot from inside, and I don't know if it's dummies or people or CG. But it's fucking wicked. Like, that car just whips, and their necks are just fl flapping around. <laughs> it looked amazing. The mom is, you can see she's dead on impact. Yeah. And the dad, I was, I thought he was dead. That car hit the ground and rolled, and he just, like, whipped to the side. And I was like, oof. Ow. And then she's got this, like, bubble. 
So all the glass is shattering and it's just bouncing off of her. Yeah, bubble. and they mentioned that she doesn't have any injuries or anything. And the doctor's like, "Are you sure she was in the car?" So like, I guess this <laughs> yeah, shows that yeah. she does have super awesome powers, just untapped yet. Because oh, yeah. she kept saying, "It's not me; it's the inner demon inside of her." I don't know. My imaginary. She was just friend. denying to her mom that it was her. I no, I really don't think she knew she was doing it. I don't know. It looked like she had an idea. Like. It, she knew that it was happening because she wanted it to happen, but she couldn't control it. Okay. But like, she knew that she could do these things because she was like scared of herself. So hear me out. This is my theory. Okay. Okay. Just hear me out. All right. So in Apocalypse or whatever, they said that she has the phoenix inside of her or it mentions that or like points to that. Right. Yeah. So I think in this, it is actually showing that she has this other person inside of her, but it's being it's still hidden and then when xavier like cuffs it like protects her puts little walls up he actually boxes that little bitch inside and then that alien that comes for solar flare the solar flare for all of that power she says it's going after you because you have a power in you and it wants you so it just charged her fucking Phoenix to come out. That still cancels out the ending of X-Men Apocalypse. Because the entire ending of X-Men Apocalypse was, you have to release your power, that's the only way we can win, and she releases her power and defeats Apocalypse. And then, and then you, in this movie, she's just fine and doesn't have that, that never happened? No, I feel like X, I feel like <laughs> Xavier just boxed it back up. Because he fucks with people's heads. I think that's just you trying to make up excuses yep. for a terrible director. I'm making it work. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> um, so anyway, he comes. Xavier comes to the school or the hospital. Xavier being James McAvoy, not, uh, you know. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, there you go. Sir Patrick Stewart. I was all I, all I could think was Jean-Luc Picard. Young Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's got his flowing locks and stuff. And he comes and he's like, yeah, your parents are dead. Come live with me and I'll make you special. I'm like, that sounds like the beginning of a different movie. That was like verbatim. (laughs) Almost verbatim. And then, of course, you know, we find out that her dad was basically just like, gross. Get her away from me. Yeah, she's not helpable. And I guess that, I mean, they have to go back and do that stuff because that's literally the entire motivation for the story. But still. Like, I just, I guess, this? I guess, I'm just so tired of seeing origin stories at this point. They're all about orphans. I still think it it's was like just watching like, a Disney movie. Oh wait, right. <laughs> <But it's, laughs> whose mutant parents they, actually nurtured them? <laughs> they actually call back to it a couple times. Well, that's what I was saying. It's literally the driving force behind this movie. Yeah, it's so, the only reason anything happens in this movie. I was okay with it. I want to like rewatch the cartoon now, you just to see the the Phoenix episodes. I and, have the Dark Phoenix saga in comic books. Read that. That'd be that'd be completely new to me. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this is like the very beginning of the saga. There's a whole bunch that happens in there. But in this movie, they, as they're about to mention, the X Men are not really a spacefaring people as they are in the comics. They have a lot of stuff to do with space in the comic books. Could she fly before? I don't know. I don't remember if she fly they, in Apocalypse. I don't think or not. they sh- showed her doing the like floating bubble move. I think the flying was it's was like a reveal this in this. Yeah, yeah cuz she's well cuz she's always like uh, what they're implying. I'm saying this as if like <laughs> they've really told us anything, but like she she holds back her powers cuz like Xavier keeps telling her like if you just believe in yourself, you can do anything. And I'm like, "Okay, fourth grade teacher." The gift. <laughs> I'll get to it when we get there. So yeah, they have to go save this space shuttle that's having some issues in space. They don't know why. So they jump in their fucking X-Jet. And I'm sorry, I gotta just... 
This pisses me off. It's not called the fucking X-Jet. It's called the Blackbird. X-Jet sounds stupid as fuck. Blackbird sounds like a plane. It's still young <laughs> and experienced. They don't know the cool new names. For I'm stuff. just saying, it, the writer, Simon Kinberg, wrote X-Jet. It's called a fucking open one comic book. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like an X-Men versus Street Fighter level in front of, and it says Blackbird. <laughs> exactly. It's called the fucking Blackbird. <laughs> but I know Raven, played by the beautiful Jennifer Lawrence, um, which you said absolutely hated to, did not want to be yeah, there. Yeah, she didn't want to be in this movie. And you can kind <laughs> of see it. She Nobody I, wanted to be in this movie. They are all just <laughs> phoning sleepwalking it in. through this fucking movie. So she's really <laughs> angry this whole time. Yeah. Um, but she's very against going. She's like, are you sure we should even go? <laughs> yeah, and that one didn't really, like, I was like, okay. I mean, she's mad at Xavier later because Xavier's always fucking with everybody. But, like. I didn't really get this one. Like, are you sure we should go? Like, nah, just let those people die in space. Well, because she goes. Are we are we superheroes? Or are we just a different type of human? But yes, we can. the The gift thing with the pen. Yeah, is like that was actually kind of great. Yeah. I like the whole aspect of here's a pen. You can either you know draw a picture with it. Or poke somebody in the eyes. Whether you choose to do good or evil is up to you. <laughs> That's yeah. a great that, that metaphor. That was a very good metaphor for that. And uh, Yeah, that was good. That was the best written thing in this, which makes me think he probably took it from a comic. <laughs> <laughs> or it was so probably, he did open one. It was probably told to him by his psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if your psychiatrist hands you a pen and says, you might stab me in the eye with this, they probably shouldn't be handing you a pen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so this team gets in there. <clears throat> X-Jet. And for this movie, we have Cyclops, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, Beast, Mystique, Quicksilver, and Storm. Raven. Did you get all that? Mystique. Yeah, they don't call her Mystique at all, though. Her real name, her given name is Raven. Her X-Men name is Mystique. Wait, like her name in like the series? Because I don't remember her like being an actual X Men. Mystique is as Mystique. Is the X is the like superhero name. Beast is Hank. Like Beast people have Hank. their one name. Yeah, and right, they right. Have their superhero or supervillain? Because I always remembered Mystique being like she's you know, she's one of the shapeshifter. She goes back and forth, just like okay. almost every character. She's chaotic neutral, yeah. bitch. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but in these movies, she has primarily in the the new like the young class <laughs> movies, she has primarily been good. I think she might have been iffy in the first one and first. Yeah, class. she was all about. Uh, Magneto. Yeah, she but she grew up in that one. He references it in this. Xavier oh, okay. talks about how that she broke sense. into the house and was getting food, and he let her stay. That's something that happened when he was a child. That's like the beginning of first class, I yeah, think. It was his foster and sister. Then, yeah, she lived with them, and then she didn't. You know, she believed in what Magneto was saying because he has a powerful message for people. Yeah, she goes back and forth, and she believed in his philosophy and stuff, and then she realized that he was a mass murderer, so she went with. In this universe, she was good until the end. Well, she <laughs> was bad in, in the beginning, and then she was good i'm pretty sure in the first one she was on magneto's side i don't know we it's been it doesn't matter yeah because i saw first first class when it came out and i saw one other i saw it right before days of future past came out and that's the last time i saw it uh quicksilver does comment on how like oh what we're doing space missions now and because i just got done saying to her about how like the x-men don't do space stuff in these movies and then he said that and i was like see yeah and what's his fuck nightcrawler is like excited. I was like, oh, the monkey's excited to go to space. And then he's like, I don't think I would like this. So yeah, they go to space and basically Nightcrawler has to rescue these guys from um, the spinning shuttle. So we see this thing that looks like the Galactus cloud from fucking Fantastic Four. Which Did is it what not? Fantastic Four They had to like show off used? them use all their powers though. Well, the yeah, beginning. but tell me, 
You watched Fantastic Four, right? Didn't you? Wait, which one? Rise of the Silver Surfer? Didn't yeah, I watched it us? with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't this not look like Galactus again? Just a big cloud of floof in space? Yeah. But that one would have looked better. Well, this was a red floof. That was a silver floof. <laughs> Stop so saying t- floof like it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. Um, but yeah, they all have to kind of use their powers. Can't uh, say Cyclops. <laughs> Marshmallow spread. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cyclops has to use his eye lasers to blast this ship and through, not shoot through it the down. cannon. Yeah, they've that got like a special dope. cannon built for his eyes. Just for him. Professor X thinking ahead. Hey, hey, I got one. <laughs> Don't get cocky. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but Nightcrawler does most of the work. I mean, Quicksilver like runs around real fast, and but Nightcrawler does them all the and like, throws him back at him. And... Yeah, but well, that's because they were being stupid and lazy and not getting off their asses. So he had to do it. If they would have, when Nightcrawler (laughs) teleported in and was like, come with me if you want to live, they could have all just unbuckled their seatbelts and come to him, but they were just like, duh. They only had 30 seconds. Well, it was all like No, that's the second time they only had 30 seconds. Oh, Oh, this one, it's all in a split second because Quicksilver does everything in less than a second. Yeah, he definitely runs over there and like throws all these dudes and then Nightcrawler grabs them and teleports back. And I was like, none of these guys got any kind of like whiplash or anything because you just threw them at like light speed. You're not all night. throwing up like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? And then apparently there's one guy left somewhere. The this captain. is a, this the is a commander. Sp- commander, but this is a small. This is a shuttle. These things aren't huge. But this guy is in like a giant cargo hold that does not exist on this shuttle. Right. <laughs> also, what is he fucking doing with a wrench while the goddamn jet thing is falling apart? Yeah, all the f- panels are falling off, and he's like, maybe if I screw this wrench to the right, it'll fix everything. I don't know. I don't think you screw a wrench, but you know what I mean. The wrench screws you. <laughs> when he goes back to get the commander or whatever, he takes Jean Grey with him because James McAvoy is like, hey, let's take her. It's only the most important moment of this mission, and she's oh, yeah. a flake. Storm was trying to hold the ship together with ice powers. Yeah, to yeah. close and the holes. he's like, Jean can do it. Uh, Quicksilver did the whole thing of putting the helmet on. Nightcrawler, like, super quick with duct tape. Even though he was exposed to the vacuum of space, all of his extremities are fine. Uh, Jean Grey, also fine with no helmet. Yeah, it's because she has superpowers. She's fine. Nightcrawler has superpowers. I'm like, they put a helmet on him, but not her. Whatever, it's fine. So he grabs the guy and tries to get to Jean and can't, and the cloud explodes, and so he teleports back. And they're like, oh, Jean Grey's dead. But she, like... She sucks off Galactus and takes it all into herself. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Phoenix Force, which is never once mentioned in the movies. It's just like, it's a force that creates life or some shit. It's the Big Bang. That's what I'm just saying. Like, it was <laughs> an energy boost for her. Well, the her. words the Phoenix Force are never used in any of these movies. Okay. Phoenix Force. But the five. power she uses in Apocalypse is the Phoenix power. That's all I'm saying. They only say Phoenix like once, and that's when the he's like, oh. the kids are calling you Phoenix, and then she has a fucking hissy fit. Don't let nicknames hurt you. Accept <laughs> it. <laughs> so this is where we get, they get back to Earth, and everybody, you know, there's all these people cheering for them, and everybody's like celebrating, oh, you guys saved these guys, and you know how people used to treat astronauts as heroes? Yeah. The astronauts walk by, and everybody's like, go away. Yay, X-Men! Yay! Yay! And they come walking by, and there's this little kid in blue face <laughs> <laughs> waiting for an autograph or something from Nightcrawler. And it's a good point to make because this isn't like a little kid dressing up like Captain America. That's a costume Captain America puts on. Right. This man is a blue man. So that means that that's like if a kid was like, I really love the Black Panther, blackface. I see what you're putting down. (laughs) It's definitely a racial thing. It's (laughs) fucked up. 
It's, inc- it's inappropriate, and that kid should be canceled. But he's celebrating Nightcrawler. <laughs> well, you know what? Put on a fucking pointy tail and talk like a Russian. See, that's ca- I thought or it was German. I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, some kind of say his Eastern European flavor. German, but I don't know. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> true flavor. <laughs> Bratwurst. <laughs> so yeah, Mystique is mad at Charles because she's like, "You're just doing this all to feed your ego," yeah. and he's like, "No, uh." <laughs> And like it's nice. Know. It's better than what they were calling us before, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, when he says that to the people, I'm glad you call us superheroes and not what you used to say. Yeah. You know the <laughs> M word. <laughs> I don't remember. Again, I don't watch. I haven't seen a lot of the X Men movies <laughs> repeatedly in recent years. I know in the comic books, it's constantly a storyline where Charles Xavier is the root of the problem because he done fucked with someone's head. And it comes apart later on. Yep. 100%. And it's always exactly like this. That's what this whole movie is. He's like, but I was trying to help her. I was, I was trying, trying to, to protect save her. you. I'm doing this for your own good. Or am I? Yeah. And it's, that's what he's always saying. Like, I'm doing this for you, not for me. But hey, put my name on your chest and fly around <laughs> saving people, which is what she says here. And she does say that. She does have a point here, which is not made well because the script is poorly written, but she's like, well, you know, I always see the women saving the men around here, so maybe we should call it ex-women. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, kind of. Right. So anyway, we meet Jessica Chastain now, who's kind of in this movie. Uh, she's having a dinner party with a bunch of nameless guests, and the dog won't stop barking. And the sound mixing in this movie is weird because this dog is loud. They're yeah. inside of a house with like 20 people, and this dog is louder than anything. Kind of like later on when you pointed out the crickets after the big fight at the end, and all you can hear is crickets. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are there crickets in my house right now? <laughs> but she goes outside to shut the dog up. And some aliens come out of the darkness and presumably kill her and take over her body. 100%. And then come in and kill everybody at her dinner party, I would and assume. take over their bodies. They show him. They show her kill her husband. But, her asshole of a husband. I mean, yeah, he was like, go fucking kick that dog. I don't know if he didn't say that, but. <laughs> I feel like he did say something along those he was lines. Like, well, he was like, Let, leave him alone and like tell him to shut up. And like, But he didn't say kick it, but he basically did. Poor Luna. I hope they didn't hurt her. <laughs> but like Jessica Chastain is barely in this movie. Also, I challenge either of you to tell me her character's name. She was a debut. Oh, the alien? The alien that takes her I thought over. it was like Margaret or something. Yeah, her name is like Margaret or something along those lines. <laughs> yes. What is the alien's name who is the main villain of this movie? I don't know. Movie? They said it in their language, but I don't remember. Exactly. I, I don't think they ever said it, actually. It's Vuk. <laughs> oh, yeah. V-U-K. Yeah. They did stupid. say it. So that's just to set up. There's some aliens here now, and presumably, I mean, yeah. we already know the aliens want the alien power. Okay. So then there's a big X party. I don't mean a rave. I mean, like, a bunch of kids <laughs> oh, like from the X-Men. Oh, like teens in the, the bonfire. Yeah. 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 After the successful mission. Yeah, a bunch of... So they have a successful mission, so all the kids at school get to have a fucking rager yeah. while all the adults watch them and don't get the to celebrate. The just going to sit back and... Isn't this when like Hank and Raven are watching them on the cameras and Raven's like, uh, remember when we used to be those kids? Yeah. And then she basically tells Hank like, hey, we should just leave because fucking Xavier's a douche. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, no, this is the life we chose. And she's like, no, yeah, not me. What do you think the X even fucking stands for? Yeah. Hashtag Extraordinary. and uh we get the first cinematic appearance appearance of a useless mutant in this one uh dazzler 
She was the oh, one that was singing she was, and putting her hands around. Yeah. She has the ability to turn like sound into light or something. And I don't know how that would help in fights. Sing like a music track or some shit. <laughs> but in the comic books, she's like a pop star. Because, you know, mutants are a part of the world in the comic books. So she's like a big pop star person. I don't know that she's actually like... I mean, she had her own line. She had her own title at some point. So this is where he says like, hey, the kids are calling you Phoenix. And then she just has like a psychic tissy fit. Mm. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> she goes into the whole like quiet quiet thing because like the voices are in her head yeah and so she just freaks out well it's it's her it's her walls breaking down or whatever like he explains and she freaks out and she, like hurts a bunch of people but like i don't know it's just this just... is the part what i was gonna say when i was like i'll get there when we get there when she absorbs all of that power she then at this point says i feel whole i feel like pieces are fit together now like i feel complete yeah but that's just and that's because they haven't explained it yet that's because of the the walls quote unquote that xavier built are broken down so now she has her full personal access to everything in her brain exactly all i know is she felt really good and was drinking a lot yeah oh, she, she was, was getting shwasted and then she like explodes and and uh her boyfriend uh who's played by cyclops played by ty sheridan who was in ready, ready player, player one, one. And probably some other stuff. Scott Summer. He gets a scratch on his cheek, and she's real upset about that. So, <laughs> dude, she gets a, he gets a scratch on his cheek, and then when he's in her room here in a minute and wakes her up, and or she wakes up, and he's like, hey, are you okay? She's like, oh, my God, did I do that to you? Whitney's sitting there going, do what? He looks fine. And I was like, yeah, it's because he has a little red mark on his cheek, but it's on the cheek that's in shadow, not the cheek with a fucking light on it. <laughs> Put it on the other cheek. Or shoot it from another just angle. A bruise, right? like a <laughs> like, you don't really see it until the next scene when they're on the ship again, and he's again. got like the little scratch on his cheek and a little scratch on his ear, like he slightly bumped a branch or something. <laughs> <laughs> During all this is when Charles admits that he done fucked with her brain, yet another person's brain he fucked with, because he tells Jennifer Lawrence about it while they're inside Cerebro, and there's all these flashy images going around, like he's going into the quantum realm, and she's breaking <laughs> through it, yeah, yeah, and it's showing all of her memories, and then. He hears her dad's voice asking for a table for one, and he's like, oh, shit. This is about to be bad. <laughs> Done fucked up. Yeah. And he makes that face, too. He's like, fuck. Get her out. Get her out. Get out. <laughs> Nobody was supposed to know about this. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to go find my, my pappy. And Scott's like, don't do that. And she's like, well, I'm going to. And that's it. She just leaves. I don't know. No one really tries to stop her other than Scott. Would you? I mean, if I was a Charles Xavier, yeah. I mean, with her powers? Fuck. No, I would not. She's already, like, hurt people. Best it was she blocking him out by that point, too? Yes, she I But, I mean, like, he, he didn't she try to stop. kicked him out at that point. She didn't try to stop her there. He just waited until she was in a zone populated with civilians and then tried <laughs> to stop her. Right after she was really upset after the emotional re, re, uh, reunion with her father. <laughs> didn't go the way it was planned. Instead of doing it in your mansion in the middle of fucking nowhere that's filled with mutants who will be fine. There's no pictures of me. <laughs> Real emotional quick, trauma. There's a side thing for Jessica Chastain's character where like she meets up with her people. And she does mention, like, this is all that's left of the Dabari Empire, and it's in their, their Gleeplop language. But, like, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to bring that up only because that does come, that is one of the things from the comics. So when Jean Grey got her, she got the powers, and then she does some stuff, and she leaves for space because she's like, hey, I'm too dangerous to be on Earth. And she thinks she has too much power. She, she has unlimited power, so she just goes flying through space. And eventually she gets tired, and she realizes, damn, flying through space is rough. So, so she stops. Dr. Manhattan thing. Kind of. So she stops in this space neighborhood 
and basically consumes all the energy from the Dabari star, and which then wipes out the entire civilization on the only populated planet in that system, hence yeah. the Dabari Empire. And obviously she didn't do that in this, but it's the same idea. The Force, the Phoenix Force, which they never call that, destroyed their, their world. So, neat. <laughs> Isn't history grand? So then she meets her dad. Speaking of history, <laughs> his story is you immediately know this isn't going to go well because he's yeah. like, he looks like shit for one. <laughs> and she's looking at all the pictures and he's like, he keeps saying, I was like, oh, he's going to go call the cops or something. I thought he was going to grab like a knife or something or a gun. He's like, um, I'm going to get you some water. Yeah. Do you want something to eat? Something to drink? She's like, what? No. Like, I'm here to meet you. And he's like, okay. And then talk, she talks for a minute and he's like. Yeah, I'm going to go get you some water. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's calling the cops, which was the only reason they showed up, right? I mean... Maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe. They wouldn't have come because the X-Men were there. The X-Men are good guys for the next time. The, the X-Jet or whatever yeah. landed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, they wouldn't have showed up for that reason, you know, because they showed up, like, lights on, guns blazing. Yeah. So he called and was like, there's a dangerous mutant in my house. That bitch you looking for on TV? She came in my house. Well, they were looking for her yet. Not yet. Oh. It's because of this. And then also, you know, attacking the military. Never a good idea if you're a mutant. Really, if you're anybody, probably. (laughs) Agree to disagree. It's a good way to end up dead. (laughs) Agree to agree. (laughs) So she's she's getting mad at him, and she's like, "What? You just forgot about me and stuff?" And he's blaming he blames her, which I mean, you know. I mean, he says, "You my wife, my life died that day. You killed my wife. You were yeah. dead to me." He's like, "Don't forget what you did," basically, and like forces the memory in her head of her killing her mom, which is pretty nice of him. Yeah, because she like starts reading his mind, and he's like, "Oh, you want to come in? Yeah, let's yeah, do this." Yeah, that's what it was. Come all the way in. <laughs> And then we get some like big explosions and stuff, which are kind of cool. I mean, not like fire explosions, but like the X Men show up, and they're like, "Hey, Jean, why don't you come on back?" And she's like, mm, no, "No, I'm good." <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> yeah, and they so they try to force her, which in turn leads to <laughs> holes appearing in her father's home. <laughs> Dude, this house is trash. Yeah, she like throws people through it and just like, I don't remember. I don't even remember the order of events, but like, I do know that a bunch of parts of this house are blasted out, which yes. is pretty awesome. Some <laughs> some because of storms, some because of her, some because of Cyclops. Well, yeah, a lot of it's because she, it's all because of her. It's all for you, Jean Grey, because, yeah, <laughs> because she diverts all their stuff so like yeah when they try to stop they try to do something to her like when storm tries to shoot her with lightning she diverts it to the neighbor's house which is nice uh i don't know if that's covered under insurance (laughs) (laughs) i mean the mutants live with them i'm sure like they're known in the world i'm sure some insurance agent was like let me get on i'm sure most insurance companies treat it like floods (laughs) (laughs) you get special mutant insurance or you get nothing yeah and that's that, that premium ain't cheap That'd be the perfect definition <laughs> of act of God. Well, God made that mutant. He, he caused the damage. Uh, <laughs> act of God. Sorry, Wait, we didn't cover if that. If God made that mutant, then we shouldn't be making laws against them, right? Because God rules this country, and uh, we love God. So, yeah, she ends up basically just kicking the shit out of everybody. The, the coolest one, I think, is Quicksilver, because like, it does running the slow motion the- thing, and the house is exploding, and so he's like running on the debris. But even in his super speed... She She's like, like yeah. and just wipes that shit out. <laughs> he totally like face plans for it too. Yeah, yeah he does. Well, they sh- when they show him getting pulled out of the he's fucked jet at the after the fight here, he is yeah he's just road rash from head to toe. 
Which makes sense. He's moving at the speed of sound. Live or by the sword, die by the sword. It's a perfect <laughs> example. Mystique, Raven, whatever, starts coming over, <laughs> like coming over to him, and somebody, I think it's Cyclops, is trying to trying to get involved. And James McAvoy, Charles Xavier makes another great decision in this movie, <laughs> being like, "No, let her talk to her. She'll be able to help. Give her a chance or whatever." Anyone so, can calm her down. Yeah. So he lets Raven go over there to calm her down. And that doesn't work out. (laughs) She just kept hearing her mom's voice in her head, and she told it to quiet down, and everything went wrong. And then guess what happens? (laughs) She gets skewered like a fucking kebab. She gets, what, five things of wood? (laughs) And then Hank is freaking out. Yeah, because they're like best friends. Because they did mention they're the last of the first class. I think Uh, they were more than friends. Uh, Different movie, but he said it. I mean, yeah, they might have been. I did. I don't remember those other movies. Oh, I think we mentioned Beast is played by uh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, he played. I almost said Remington. <laughs> Renfield in that new Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Even though it's called Renfield, I'm still going to call it a Nick Cage movie. Uh, and he is in some <laughs> zombies shit. Yeah, like my zombies, my zombies boyfriend, my boyfriend's a zombie or something. Yeah. But either way, like he's absolutely ridden with anger and guilt and upset and he's holding on to her and her response is i can't catch my breath and i'm like well yeah you've got all this wood in your fucking lung pretty sure it's hitting both of your lungs at once and- <laughs> i'm an asshole well and that's when i said she's a fucking shapeshifter pull her off of it before she dies and let her shapeshift that yeah. shit back into place i'd maybe she only does like an outside thing but I've definitely seen that in comics before. Maybe it was even other sci-fi properties. A shapeshifter is just like, I just moved this. Or like they move organs out of the way. So if they get stabbed, it's like like, the, like Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> Except for instead of their whole body turning yeah. into a weird, creepy rubber thing that makes you want to vomit, it's just their organs sliding around. Inside. I'm back to one million ants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, re- Charles Xavier refuses to admit that he's guilty. And that's pretty much the whole next scene. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And that leaks that leads Beast Hank to leave and go seek out um Magneto. Magneto. Eric. Yeah. They have all these cool superhero names. I know, Why but do they they, they yeah. don't go by any of them. That's because that's only for the public, I guess. Like this is all interpersonal stuff. Okay. Jean Grey is just Jean Grey and that's the only one we hear on the news. Same with Charles Xavier, he's just Charles Xavier. Uh Jessica Chastain tortures her dad. Well, that's funny. Um, only because I don't like him. <laughs> like, she shows up after the whole scene. Oh, we didn't mention during the fight, she does, like, psychic blast a bunch of fucking cops, which is why the yeah. government's after her. Uh, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> the cops, the cars are just driving, and they just they hit, just like, an stop. invisible wall, <laughs> just flip through the air. But they all get out of the car, and they're fine. She, Everybody's didn't, fine. she didn't kill any it's cops. Fine. It's PG-13. Remember that nobody dies, unless they're a mutant. Isn't this where we get the only F-bomb? No, other people die. Probably. When uh, Hank is yelling at Xavier? I think Scott's... I think uh, Cyclops says fuck at some point. Oh, is it Cyclops that I says I didn't write it? down the line, but mm. they get, they throw their one fuck in here, and it was like, oh, cool. You're the fucking problem. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't well, know. Somebody I, I yells at it. I say it was probably Beast then. <laughs> yeah, someone yells that at somebody. Because they had, they had to have alcohol there, and then somebody had to smash it off the table. <laughs> so Jean Grey arrives on Genosha, which is never mentioned in this movie, but is um, Magneto's you know island sanctuary for mutants that he Land made. Land given to him by the government. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like 
weird huts almost like almost like in ready player one where they just stack like train carts on top of each other oh, like to the make shipping these crate thing. yeah there we go shipping yeah but that's because it's buildings. all it's all made by they made everything like magneto made everything yeah and i mean <laughs> in the comics it's like more it's a lot more advanced island but there's also a lot of mutants living there this is obviously the beginnings but yeah they do mention or he mentions that the land was given to him by the government because and it's very much like I don't know, it's extending the World War II metaphor for him, which I still, having not watched all these movies, I don't remember the timeline here. I mean, I know... I want to say we're in 1992? Well, it's 1992 when this movie is taking place. It was 1975 yeah. when Jean Grey was a kid. Correct. And, uh, and that, like, in the, the, the first class takes place, I think, in the 60s or something. Maybe. Which doesn't really <laughs> make sense, because Beast know. and Mystique and Xavier... I don't know. Just imagine how fucked up people would get if Professor X did acid. <laughs> then you get his son Legion. Dude, you should. Have you ever seen the show Legion? No. Oh. You have Hulu, right? Yes. Dude, it's on Hulu three seasons. Intensely worth it. Definitely. Well, we haven't seen the third season. We haven't seen the third season, but it doesn't matter. I guarantee you it's good. Like, the first season <laughs> is such a mind fuck. Like, you feel like you're on acid. So they, they kind of reference that it's Xavier's son. They don't, at least in the first two seasons, I don't think they really, I think they finally say it towards the end of the second season, but there's like little hints and stuff. But Legion is this mutant who is like the most powerful mutant on the planet, but he doesn't know he's a mutant and he's got fucked up head powers, but he's also got like. Um, multiple personality disorder and like all, all this other <laughs> stuff. So it's like it's not a good combination. Also, the guy from oh my god, I almost said Columbine Pelican. Uh, <laughs> <What> the fuck, <laughs> Gray Jermaine, Elephant, Jermaine from <laughs> Flight of the Concords. There we go, Columbine nice. Pelican, <laughs> Flight of the Concords. Uh, who plays the gas bubble on Rick and Morty? Right, right. He Fart. is. Yeah, <laughs> he I like is that name. in Fart. the end of season one or in season two. He's in season two a lot. Yeah, because he's like the the girl's husband who gets lost in some psychic realm that he yeah. lives in, like a box in the sky. A hundred percent. It's fucking trippy it as is shit. It's so good. so is this like a, another X Men series? It's or an X Men series, series kind, kind of, of, but it's not really related to anything. Yeah, it's just like an offshoot thing that someone did, right. and they did a fantastic job. Yeah, with it. that's what they should do for a lot of the TV, like the Disney Plus stuff. I get being tied to. The mcu but like they when they let other people do shows i like when they have nothing to do with anything like they reference back to like oh that's my mother that's my father my mother that's my mother <laughs> i don't know why i'm fucking benedict cumberbatch doing an english and american accent there but uh but no exactly like with gifted gifted was one of those shows where um it's magneto's daughter and um some other people like it, that show was awesome and then hulu was like yeah you're done but i don't know we need to watch the third season of legion but it took a long time for the third season to come out and when it did i was like we should watch those first two seasons again and you know how that goes yeah. and then we moved and then covid and then and because of your support they're no longer making them pretty much <laughs> well i mean the problem is part of the problem is if they're on a, a network like I, it wasn't a, a hulu show it was oh an this FX is before show. Yeah, it like was, the streaming series yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was an fx, FX. show so and i don't have cable so like yeah. i can only watch it once it's streaming so i don't count i guess <laughs> i'm Our not lives a don't nielsen matter. kid <laughs> <laughs> dude i would love to get a little nielsen box in my house <laughs> wait what they're the, I don't know if they still do it that way. They used to have a thing that, and that's, that was where the Nielsen ratings came from, was they would track like what your household was watching, and then <laughs> they would send families. them to like 5,000 families, and that's how they decide the ratings for the entire country. How do we get that? I don't know if that exists anymore. Yeah. 
Sure, it's something you could sign up for one way or another. Well, it's probably all tracked through, like, since everything's digital now, even cable is uh, going yeah. through a box and stuff. They can track who's watching what. And... Well, well, when I stream shit, I always make sure to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I don't like anything anywhere <laughs> at any point in time. Like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you're here. Oh, Because we why. know you don't like anything. Yeah. We need the negative Nancy. Uh. <laughs> Even though I'm kind of being the negative, just Nancy go postal one. on us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that anymore. <laughs> she's on the island and she's trying to get Eric to help her. And Who's it's Eric? the most annoying. Oh yeah, Magneto. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most annoying scene because they're sitting there talking. And he's like, "Whose blood's on your shirt?" And she's like, uh, "I just want to talk to you about something. Whose blood's on your shirt? Can we talk about anything but this? Whose, Whose blood's blood on your is shirt?" On your shirt? Hey, I just want to. I just need your help. Whose blood's on your shirt? I can't read you, your mind you, like Charles. You, yeah, you hang out with Professor X, you, and you got blood on your shirt. How how did you get here? What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who's 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 blood's on your shirt? Did you kill who's my friend? On your shirt? Yeah. Who's blood's on your shirt? Who, who's blood's on your shirt? I don't want to tell Boom, you. Boom, and she has a psychic freak out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprise. You shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. w- did she have the freak out, or is that uh, like the military? Well, because the cops come right then too. Yeah, but that was putting her like over the everybody edge. Everybody came. Yeah, right the military. <laughs> but that was putting her over the edge. She was already getting like the red cracks in her face <laughs> and shit that she gets when the which forces... I didn't hate that. I liked how they did that, and they changed her eyes to golden. Yeah, it didn't look that bad. I mean, that's the thing is, this movie was one of the tail end of where they were actually spending money and time to make the CG in these movies look good. It, the, I will say, it had the CG that you hate, and that's the well, yeah. underwater hair. Yeah, when she whenever whenever her <laughs> phoenix powers activated and her hair would just wiggle in the air because I can't stand like an Aquaman or Wakanda Forever or the, that new Little Mermaid, just the look of like when they're underwater and their hair's all just waggling everywhere because I'm like it looks bad. It doesn't couldn't look they, like hair. Couldn't they just have somebody go? <sighs> well, in this case, put a fan off screen. That's right. The, that's, <laughs> that's the fifth grade play of X Men, uh, Dark Phoenix, right there. Well, that's on par with the acting in this movie. So. <laughs> but yeah the military shows up and eric tries to hide her and she's he's like i don't know who, i haven't seen her in a while whatever and of course she just comes out and confronts them because she's a bitch fuck are you and they get into a big fight like well she it's not really a fight <laughs> she takes one helicopter and just makes it spin around and almost kill a bunch of people who live there and also almost kill a bunch of military but not and then she tries to throw the other helicopter with her mind powers. But that's when X is there. Well, yeah. Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Oh, it is Magneto. Uh, yeah, Magneto holds, hold holds it, it down. And he's like, get on the helicopter. And I'm like, that seems like a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, right? Like, that's exactly. <laughs> They're like, fall back. Get on the chopper. I'm like, you got two people holding the chopper and you want to jump in it? That's the last place. And then I'd doesn't be. he, like, push it? By away? the way, I just want to mention it's Magneto, and he is technically German, so he should have yelled, get to the chopper! <laughs> I know Arnold's Austrian, but come on. I mean, what's the difference? Well, I mean, it's a different country, kidding. but it's a very I'm similar kidding. accent. Okay. It's a very similar accent. It's fine. Right. Get to the chopper. <laughs> get down now! I feel like you did say that. Yeah, the, he holds it down, and they, they all get on it, and he just throws it away, and it flies just fine, because the dust stabilizers on that helicopter are really good. Apparently. Compared to the other one. And again... No military or law enforcement personnel is harmed. Um, the only people who die in this movie are mutants. Well, in that whole party, I guess. Yeah. But, but they, they were killed military. by aliens, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, that not, makes it all right. I mean. <laughs> um, 
I did like when we go to this uh, dive bar and it's this old dude getting hammered and they have the story about Jean Grey and like the channel changes, changes. and that guy's like, that's weird. And then on it like you used to do back in the day. This is not (laughs) how it's supposed to work. And then, by the way, yeah, this bar still had a fucking like old like this was the TV I had in my fucking yeah it was the nineties game room when I was in when it was in the eighties. It was like an old Mitsubishi TV that weighed more than like a car. Um, but I remember my first flat screen had like the big back and it was like fucking sixty pounds. So yeah, Jessica Chastain comes in and she's like, "You can't hide from me." And this old man turns into (gasps) Sophie Turner, which is weird. Yeah, you can't trick it was my cool, mind to think you're old man drinking whiskey at a bar. <laughs> you're just a young woman drinking whiskey at a bar. <laughs> but you also have a five o'clock shadow. The one girl who doesn't want attention at a bar. <laughs> so, and then I think uh, Hank goes in here. This is right when he decides to go to Eric because Hank goes in to talk to Charles. And I'm pretty sure that Charles is fucking hammered because it's like the middle of the day. The sun is out. Isn't that when he's sleeping on his couch? That's. That's when Scott Summers goes in there, and he's like, oh, I can't find Hank. He's not in class. I assume it was in the morning. He's like, did you check his quarters? Because he's like, "Eh, oh, that's right. He's looking for Hank. But yeah, no, but it's like, it's He's probably hungover. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who would be up and about before everybody else. And he's like waking up on his couch like, Well, remember, he was drinking with (laughs) Hank Hank. Hank the night before. He just finished that bottle of scotch. Yeah. He drank what was smashed on the floor. He was just like, clean up aisle three. He used his psychic powers to make the liquid go in his face hole. I don't, I, know. You know don't what? drink psychic. Use your powers for good. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put this bottle in your stomach or over someone's head? It's your choice. <laughs> but yeah, so Beast goes to Magneto and he's basically like, hey, I'm going to be bad now because Xavier is pissing me off. I mean, I guess he's not really being bad. I mean, Magneto's not that bad of a guy. I think Other than the mass point, murder, like... I think at this point, because he even <laughs> says, like, I just stopped killing people. Now I'm being my own person in my own little world that we get, that was given to us by the government, like... Yeah, which is still really confusing, by the way, because he killed at least thousands, if not more. And they're like, look, if this will make you stop, here's an island. Yeah, but he was I mean, in Auschwitz, does, so... Does, does the glass he cage He did get to destroy Auschwitz in uh, Apocalypse. Fuck I remember that. Yes. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's one of the things. Oh, that was, we'll... obviously, he's like doing like a Pilmergridge uh, or whatever the Pilgrimage. fuck it is. Yeah, there you go. That one. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to go here and destroy this place. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I will never forget about Magneto is that he was like a three or four year old in Auschwitz yeah. during World War Two, And that's why in the older of the original X-Men <laughs> movies, I don't know where... Sir Patrick Stewart. Patrick, no, the no. other one, Sir Magneto. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yes, Sir Ian McKellen. Gandalf. was like, I don't understand why you guys get tattoos. This is the only tattoo I'll ever have, and it's the numbers from being a fucking prisoner. Yeah, well, and that was Magneto's whole thing. I mean, when they came up with the X Men in like the late sixties or seventies, I can't remember when it was exactly. Um, you know, that was perfect timing, and yeah, that's why he was like. You know, hey, look, the government is starting to round up mutants, and I don't like that. I've already been through but this. But then he exacerbates the problem by showing how evil and dangerous mutants can be. <laughs> and then the government's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're, You're not, not helping human. I know. Oh, no, You're I'm, a plant. I know. <laughs> I'm on, Why would you help them? I'm on Eric's side here. Humans are pieces of shit. Like I said, <laughs> he's not really that bad of a bad guy other than the mass murder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a great guy. <laughs> 
Mass <laughs> I guess. I guess. I, mean, I don't. I, maybe we should be careful because saying Magneto is okay is kind of like being like, "Well, Hitler wasn't all bad." Okay, no, Eric is okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, correlation. Anyway, speaking of destroying and killing millions of people, Jessica Chastain is trying to get the power from Jean Grey here. They go to some mansion. I guess it, maybe it's the house those people were in that they killed and took it their bodies. Away. Like house. The, <laughs> the, it looked more like a Congress place. Um, cause the, Maybe, yeah. the other guy that she was talking to. The other to, main alien guy. Yeah. It, he took over. It looked like he took over a congressman's body. Well, they, they were, they were doing like FBI when well, they, they went to see the FBI. dad. I mean, yeah. I love that. They walked up. They're just like, Hey, you can't come in here. We're FBI. Civilians oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, come yeah. on in then. Okay. <laughs> That's how it works. They're going to speak all their languages. Yeah, I'm going to try that a little bit. I'm going to try that one day. I'm just going to walk up to a crime scene and be like, FBI. <laughs> yeah, you don't look believable. I'll put a tie on. <laughs> Worked in Supernatural. <laughs> they had fake IDs. Thank you. Oh, yeah, but still, they started out with suits at least. But she goes and basically explains to her what this thing was. It's the cosmic spark that started the universe or something. And... Like it destroyed their race, and they're trying to find a new planet, and they need this power to get their planet. With the part that she leaves out is that that planet is Earth, and their yeah. plan is to kill everybody on Earth, and then make Earth Tabari 2.0. Okay, so here's where I was falling asleep. So you guys are gonna need help me here. I know there's a <laughs> Magneto, Magneto and friends versus X Men fight. Magneto and friends are going to kill Jean Grey because it's yes. Magneto and Hank. And then professor and students, Padawans, I don't know what the fuck you want to call them. They <laughs> go to like stop, but young, get Jean Grey back. They're called youngsters. Yeah, because it's Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. <laughs> yeah, I know there was a thing. So yeah, that's what I thought was happening. So Magneto and his friends come to kill Jean Grey. And then the X-Men show up to protect her. And then the alien folk are there too. And so it's a big battle all around. Um... Uh, the military shows up too. Sansa like does her power on Eric or Magneto, and oh, because she's like you're here to kill me, and he takes the railing and uncoils the railing from the staircase and makes it come almost directly to her eyeball, like that bitch is touching the lashes, and then she's like, but you failed, and then she crushes his helmet onto his face and then explodes it, and he's got scratches by his eyes and temple. Because that's what would happen if you crushed a tin can on my head and made it explode. (laughs) I was about to say, they did have that scene where, like, I guess he was in Genosha there and he was, like, opened up his foot locker and there was the anti-Xavier helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had the the reveal. He's like, well, guess it's time to go be a terrorist again. Um, eh, some bitches gotta. Somebody's gotta die. <laughs> I just know. Like, I, I love was, that woman. Somebody needs to die. <laughs> I was struggling to stay awake, even though it was like an action scene. I think it was right before the action scene that was putting me out. It also was nap time. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have. I'm an old man. I have a nap. You guys time. Have naps. If I'm not no, if I'm not up doing <laughs> shit at a certain point of the day, my body's just like time for sleep now. My days off go like that. <laughs> and it's usually about the warmest time at like 2.30. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sun is just Between like in noon here. and 3, it's just like up here. Yeah, because it was like 3-ish, I think, and that's when I was just like... Meow. I know when I kind of was coming to and I sat up and I was like, okay, I'm good now. Uh, it was right towards the end of the fight and basically everybody was knocked out. Like the military has like these mutant stun guns. Yeah. 
And like, and it doesn't work out, on aliens. Yeah, we learned that. It's I gotta say, the only good parts of this movie are probably the action scenes. And yeah, and that's why I'm kind of disappointed I missed it because, like, eh. yeah, whatever. I'm not I mean, gonna. They're watch not it again. like. I'm not gonna say they're forgettable, but I mean, eh. it's worth a watch for. Yeah, the I mean, action. they were fun to watch, but there's nothing. There were no like big set set pieces like i remember watching the first one and going oh cool this house exploded this happened i'll remember that and i'm sitting here going i don't know there was an explosion mm. <laughs> but i remember i came to and it was like all the mutants were basically neutralized except for um magneto xavier and gene gray and uh gene gray and jessica jessica, jessica chastain was trying to tell gene gray like i just want to take this power away from you you can't handle it you'll be better after i take it and she's like oh cool then take it so they hug and there's like a big swirly cloud around them like guardians of the galaxy Succubus. <laughs> yeah um and yeah she's like transferring the power to her and as she's doing it that's when jessica chastain is like you know oh yeah you'll be you'll be able to rest so we're all of mankind when i kill them your or some shit. lives are worth yeah. nothing to us and that's what it is your lives are worth nothing yeah she reveals it to charles when he's like just let go you're Who, gonna kill what her are you <laughs> and there are more flashbacks in here to the car crash and stuff which like i said is the driving force behind this yes. movie yeah. um and then so she's trying to take it and she says she wants to kill everyone Oh, no, it was Charles, Cyclops, and Jean Grey who were left. Eric was already taken out, too. Yeah. Magneto. Uh, yeah. So, but that's how it stops. Cyclops finally makes it in. Yeah, that's why I remember. the blonde. And then the, roof. the which, military sh- takes- Which, by the way, is great, because at that point, Xavier was trying to get Jean Grey to let go yes. and, not, and stop transferring it, but I think she was stuck and she couldn't. And Cyclops walks in and does not know what's going on. Does not know that this began as like a consenting thing. So if <laughs> if this hadn't, but if this hadn't changed to where Jessica Chastain was like, actually, I'm going to murder you all, he would have come in and just been like, and blasted her, and Jean Grey would have been like, bro, I wanted her to take this away from me, because right? <laughs> there's no clear indication that like Jean Grey is struggling or that she's getting except weaker. for Charles being like, no, stop, it's gonna stop. kill her. Yeah, he's always doing stuff for himself. Fuck him. It, well, <laughs> got stroke that ego. Scott still loves him, even if it's through mind powers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he blasts Jessica Chastain through the roof, and then the military comes in and immediately neutralizes all three of them and throws them on this insanely giant train. Like the indoor part of this train is as big as this living room. It is. Because <laughs> they're all in their own individual cells with like their powered collars. Well, seats. I wouldn't Both say a perfect. cell. Well, yeah, they're seats, but they're like divided. That's why I said divided cell. Seats. They don't have doors on them. Yeah. Train, but house, they- both perfectly seated for mutants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they built it for them, <laughs> especially uh, Nightcrawler's tail has a little lock on it oh yeah and I, i'm assuming that's what those collars are they're power dampening collars yeah. although someone gets out of it pretty easily so basically wait the did. military no. is oh. like a dumbered down version of batman because <laughs> batman's <laughs> like no i got all this shit covered i've been on it well forever. i mean yes because batman was just like iron man he was building weapons for the government and then was like i'll keep the good ones for myself <laughs> so it was fox that did it um <laughs> that built Lucius the Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Lucius. So when the train is going, the, they're about to go through a tunnel and the helicopters are flying over like, we'll meet you on the other side. And then you see figures moving in the tunnel as yeah. the train's coming. And then in come the aliens. 
the and aliens all hell fucking breaks and loose. And the dude, one the one military guy who looks like an old racist, is like, "Oh, what are these muties coming to let you out?" And you're like, uh, "They're not I mean? us, man. Yeah, like, they're it's not, aliens. They're not mutants." He's like, "Shut up, you fucking lying ass muty!" Like, and then of course they come in and the guys shoot him with the little neutralizer gun. And don't do yeah, shit. Yeah. And then they're yelling over the intercom. They're not. They're not. And he's like, they're not. What? What the fuck do you think they're not? <laughs> and so one of them finally like goes and runs to the other end of the fucking train. If you can't get neutralized by a government <laughs> weapon, you might not be a <laughs> mutant. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. But <laughs> I did like this. That I was like, oh, so instead of having to unleash each one on. Unlatch each one. Don't you he know? He goes over to the box and he presses, turns the key and presses the button and just whomp. Oh, all is of that them what done. it was? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see how they, because I looked down to write something, I think, and I didn't yeah. see how they got it. It was there. really like, he kind of struggled for a second getting the key because it's one of those circle with a point. Yeah. So you have to get it in just the right way and then switch I feel it. I like think that's all keys, but yeah. Well, no, it's circle like a, a circle with a point. I think I've seen Mr. Like Rachel pattern, use not that. Not just a key going in a hole. <laughs> I'm going to oh, use okay. the triangle key on the triangle <laughs> chest. <laughs> the square exactly. key doesn't it's fit in this round yeah. key hole. What the fuck? <laughs> so, but he was able to flip it and switch all the switches and then boom, all the mutants are released and are able to kick some alien butt. Yeah, yeah and there's a big fight scene that again, I didn't take a lot of notes because I was like, I'll remember this. I don't. I do remember a couple of things. My favorite thing in the whole thing. More people died. I don't think anybody died except for aliens. I no, think some no, military no. people no. were 100% Nightcrawler. Oh, Tried mutants. to save that guy. Well, mutants died too. Oh, yeah, but nobody gives a shit about that. But oh, yeah, Nightcrawler. Like the military of, guys died. And when I say mutants died, by the way, it's all of Eric's nameless henchmen, all of Magneto's people, none of the real, like, important mutants. None well, you X-Men. never see them die, technically. They get they thrown like, off of a train and they disappear. All the disappear. people who died, died. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't they, were all, they don't all heal. Just right, but I mean, still, like, they can tumble. The guy with, like, the, the tentacle dreadlocks, he Dude. got thrown out that shit. I don't think he's alive. He could probably use his tentacle dreadlocks to grab a branch and hold on or something. And like. the other chick was just psychic. So. I was like, Eric's oh, psychic. How's that work out for everybody? She <laughs> gets grabbed by the head and like, whoop. <laughs> but my favorite part is when Magneto, like, there he's... Celine. That was they get them all into the last train, or he gets a bunch of the aliens, at least, in the last train car, and he comes over to the next one, and then he just fucking crushes this oh, train yeah. car with his Magneto powers. Just sandwiches all these people inside of this thing like a fucking panini, and then just lets <laughs> it go. I was like, I mean, these guys, these things are pretty resilient, so they might not be dead, but they're fucked up. Well, they seem to take regular bullets pretty well, and then when they start getting hit with, like, the 50 cal, like, it actually seemed to kill them off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but, but can they squeeze out of a millimeter space? Oh, no, fuck that. Yeah, they're probably dead. That's fine. That's I mean, hilarious. Yeah. The, then that's followed by my least favorite scene in the entire movie, when fucking Magneto gets Jessica Chastain is walking through, like, the armory room of the tank oh, yeah. and magneto grabs all the guns with his magnet powers and makes them all point at her and yep. i was like oh wow cool this looks like a fucking saturday morning cartoon <laughs> those I guns look so much. fake it looked like i was watching transformers beast wars not the new movie but the cartoon from the early <laughs> 2000s which probably looks like the car- the movie probably looks the same yeah. but it was like i don't know these guns look so fake and so flat and there was like no light there was no like there was no source of light there was no reflection they were just like flat stupid looking guns and they're blasting at her and of course it doesn't do anything because bullets don't do anything how the fuck did she not slip on one goddamn bullet casing that is all i thought during that scene i was like 
I'm watching her walk in the heels, and I'm like, how the fuck did she not step on one oh, of I didn't those even catch that she was wearing heels. Dude, like, oh, yeah. yeah. It I pointed sh- on the stilettos a couple times. Yeah, just with her. Like, I want to say Jean Grey had like boots on most of the time or something. Oh, yeah. The, the X-Men are smart. Yeah. She was dressed in whatever Jessica She's Chastain combat ready. In. The other one's an alien. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I hated it. And plus, it was like, <laughs> it's clearly not doing anything. Maybe like crush this train car, too. Right. I don't know. You guys are the only ones in it. Find mm. the metal in her body and fucking fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, he's, he took they her. Have, she took over someone. How come body? she didn't shapeshift somebody with some fucking earrings? <laughs> well, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, she's got to have like a filling. Yeah. She's or an like alien. A, I mean, she's piercing. just a shapeshifter. Like, doesn't Maybe mean her labia is pierced. I was just going to say a clitoral piercing. <laughs> he could like make the piercings I mean, meet each other. Doesn't that fall into the category of surgical metal or some bullshit like that? Yeah, it's not magnetic. Uh, in the X-Men world, it's all magnetic. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so then Jean, like, she starts talking shit to this girl in her head. Or she's talking to, she's talking to the girl. She's talking to Jessica Chastain. Jean is, like, strapped down, like... Crucifix Oh, style. no. Um, Cyclops carries X to Jean, and he's trying to wake her up. And then she's in his head. And he's like, oh, are we in my head? She's like, oh, it's that's much right. quieter here. Yeah, because it's her and as a little, little kid baby again. kid. Oh, wasn't, uh, I mean, you got to kind of point out that, yeah, she's the one who destroyed his chair and made him walk. Yeah. Because you said I could do anything or you do anything or something. And and this is the last time, well, the movie's over. So this is the last time that the the thing comes back, the, the crash, because then she gets to see the rest of the memory where the dad was like, you could take her because I can't handle her. She's a piece of and shit. Yeah, he's basically like, fuck that kid. If I take her, I'm going to drown her. Like, I'm going to put her in a bag and throw her in the river like a bunch of cats <laughs> what were they meanie children you tie them to a log and send them down a river or something i can't <laughs> i want to say i learned that in school so that can be offensive in some way i'm sure it is i mean yeah. moses was unless in it was basket. true yeah but that was a basket <laughs> <laughs> Not a log, log. <laughs> those like roll around if you're on one like <laughs> yeah that's why you put one kid on each side and whoever's the strongest lives <laughs> <laughs> That's the beginning of the seesaw. Let's try it this way. <laughs> yeah, we always lose a child somehow. <laughs> but she says she realizes that she needs to defend her family, and she like dissolves these locks that are holding her in. And saying the word dissolves just reminded me, by the way, when she was fighting these aliens a minute ago, uh, before they got on this train, these dudes are running at her, and she's just like putting her hand out, and they just turn to fucking ash. No, this is no, now. That, that's this after, is after she gets was it out. After? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because that's Whatever what she's like. You know because what? wait, she like uh, I can't well, she remember how you... the train here. So this is she gets up, she awakens, and she gets everybody in their little bubbles. And yeah. she's out of the train at this point. Yeah, and then she, she like spins she the, train the train with them yeah. in the bubbles. And lands, like gets everybody out, and she sees them coming towards her. And that's when she's just like, and poof. Oh, okay. And poof. And I was Shaolin like, power. You see her <laughs> doing this. What makes you still come at her? <laughs> like, I mean, it was all in, like, super slowed down. So like at least they're happening really quickly. And it's just showing that basically she's moving as fast as Quicksilver, I guess. Yeah. And then mark. she gets stabbed from behind by Chastain. But then you're like, is that her name? Yeah, okay. I was laughing because it comes to fucking nothing. Because then she's like, and dissolve that. Bitch. She, did, she, does, she does all. what Mystique should have done. You know, I just been like, nah. Yeah, exactly. And she's not even a fucking shapeshifter. She's like, you really want this power? Let me give it to you. Oh, yeah. My next note was Gene Shatters Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really dope scene, though. Um, 
the sexiest scene of the movie then occurs. Ooh. So we have Jessica Chastain. <laughs> Jessica Chastain grabs Sophie Turner by the throat and she's like trying to choke her. And then she realizes that she's getting overpowered because she's getting like all the Phoenix powers into her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she tries to let go. And <laughs> Sophie Turner's like, no, that's my thing. And she like pulls her <laughs> hand back to her throat. And she's yeah, like, she choke does. me, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Don't let go. You like it, don't you? It gets me, it gets me more powerful. I'm about to explode. Choke me harder. <laughs> Disney knows how to turn girls on. And then Scott is like starting to blister away and he's like it's getting Gee! too close. Oh, yeah. He the... starts to get closer and his hand starts to dissolve. Yeah. Why and men so... should never enter a threesome. <laughs> so Jean takes it up into the sky. Yeah. Well, she says basically she's like, if you destroy me, you're going to destroy all your friends, too. And your emotions are your weakness. Yeah. And right, she's right, like, hey, gotta, you want this power? You can have it. I got to say this. Like, this is the last thing I have, like, notes. Gene goes all fast and furious, protects family. Ooh, big phoenix in the sky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, next, my next note says explodey bird. <laughs> explodey bird. I like that. <laughs> I didn't take notes. So, yeah, she flies her up I into really space. I really didn't either. That's the scary thing. <laughs> she flies her up into space, and I could have sworn she flew her into the sun is what I had heard. Maybe that's what happens in the comics. Who knows? What am I doing? I don't know. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> they get into space, and she like lets herself overload and explodes, and yeah, it makes the shape of a bird, even though, again, they never actually called it the Phoenix Force. Maybe she did it on purpose to like show Scott, because Scott knew Scott they were calling Summers. her the Phoenix. Yeah. Or maybe they're hinting that it really was the Phoenix Force. We'll never know, because Dark Phoenix Part 2 will never come out. Yeah. Never, ever. I mean, nobody... maybe eventually, but not as this. Not as these people. They're not yeah. doing it. It'll be a whole different group of X-Men, and we'll get it in 2074 after 379 more Marvel movies and 87 shows. <laughs> and so, <laughs> isn't the next scene, like, uh, Hank goes and he's now, or they, Scott hangs Jean Grey, like, it's now Jean Grey School for yeah, Gifted so now Youngsters. Yeah, so now you have changed the name of the school from Xavier's School to Terrorist School for Gifted Youngsters. <laughs> and it is Gifted <laughs> Youngsters. Okay. And then Hank is the headmaster. Yeah. And then we go to... A and uh, by the way, X at some point, Professor X, before he goes to... Before that, when they have like their little memorial or funeral oh, yeah, they for have the funeral. He says, like, Hank says something about her being something, and then fucking Xavier has the balls to be like, she's free now. And Hank just stares daggers through this dude. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all it took to get free from you? To die? To die just like... Oh, yeah. Raven. <laughs> Why yeah. the birds have to die? Why Raven and the Phoenix have to die? Huh? Why? Because birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Emotions are <laughs> illogical. <laughs> but yeah, then this next scene, which <laughs> I'm like, what fucking kind of car is this? <laughs> but Patrick mentioned <laughs> Patrick mentioned that he was like, I don't know if there was a stinger because I stopped watching. There is not a stinger, but I'm almost 100 percent sure that this next scene with I Xavier was supposed, was supposed to be the stinger but this movie came out after the merger and they were like well this movie is never this isn't happening <laughs> we don't if we leave it as a stinger people will really think it's a sequel setup yeah so but this scene really bothered me not any of the big thing other than like so Simon Kenberg the director hard quotes on that of this movie said that it was supposed to be like a tribute or like a reference to the end of the dark knight trilogy because he liked those you know so it's like i'm referencing another good thing you shouldn't do that if your movie's not good first because then i like i saw this scene where he's sitting in the cafe and the camera starts moving and i expected magneto to be sitting across from him like at the end of the dark knight trilogy oh, yeah, already but i was like well now i just want to watch the dark knight i want to watch this 
<laughs> but so Magneto shows up and they're going to play chess and the whole thing is a metaphor, right? For like all the stuff they've been doing Good over the years. Evil. It's all a chess game. You can't have one without the other. Well, but it's all a yeah, chess right. game. It's This is Magneto saying this is how we should do things with mutants. And this is Charles saying this is how we should do things with mutants. And that's what their whole thing has been, which would be great if this movie had anything to do with Charles Xavier or Magneto. But I do like that. <laughs> I know that even through every X-Men, even with uh, the originals, both of the sirs, Patrick and Ian. I'm on first name basis with them, by the way. Um, they always play chess together. Because yeah. I remember when Magneto was caught in his little plastic prison, Charles would always come in and yeah. play chess with them. Well, and that's, and exactly, that, that was the same metaphor, except for here, it's like referencing, it's like, hey, this is a reference to a whole franchise, but nothing that happened in this movie. And then also, what was, was uh, the, I want to say, a good movie? Uh, Assassins with Stallone and Banderas, I think it was. I never saw it. Oh, doesn't sound good. I think it was. Because <laughs> you said with Stallone and Banderas. They're both like assassins. I want to say they like play chess over the internet. And this is like, you know, early on, like internet. Oh, okay. I, I want to say this movie's probably in the 90s. We should watch it sometime All and right. then not talk about it here. We will. We're talk about part. Movies, <laughs> All of it. Like, I guarantee if Stallone was in it and it's from the late 90s or the 2000s, it's not that good. going to slowly ruin my childhood watching all these movies. <laughs> but then the last we'll scene. We'll just rename the podcast Nostalgia Busters. <laughs> Nostalgia. Let's go back and watch Ghostbusters 2 and see how sad everybody gets. Uh, with that one theme song, though, I can't remember it, but <laughs> felt upbeat. <laughs> so the last scene, um, Ian puts us, or not Ian. Uh, Eric puts his hands out and he's like, just one more. Technically and, it was Ian. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, Eric puts his hands out one more time and then just pick one. And then, oh, Charles picks the white one. But he's a white pawn. Well, that's how you. Well, yeah, you have the pawns but in your hand. It's not okay. technically Ian. It's not technically the same person as Ian. She said the same thing. She was like, well, how did Mystique die? Because then she can't become Magneto's right hand man like she did in the other ones, which technically come after this. But this is a different universe. Right. That was Multiverse. the whole point of first class. That's a multiverse. It's a different. That's it's right. not. It's mind. not Earth six six nine. Six one six, not six six nine. Maybe it's Earth six six nine. By the way, then. I, I have to say, I, I don't think we ever mentioned, and I feel really bad because he's a great actor. Michael Fassbender plays Magneto. Dude, I thought he was fantastic. I mentioned everybody's like names, and I didn't mention him. And I was like, kind of amazed you skipped the history lesson at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, people know most of these people. I don't. <laughs> I mean, the faces look familiar to me, but at the same time, like, I'm not watching it for them. I'm watching for the story that I know I've seen before and didn't give a shit about. But at the end, while they're playing chess, you get, like, a phoenix up in the sky, and it's like, oh, no, she's coming back. Oh, I thought it was a shooting star. She's flying and watching you. No, it was clearly a bird of fire in the sky. (laughs) Those seven inches. (laughs) Were you watching on your TV? Yeah, on your course. phone, I mean? On your phone? No, on my TV. Oh, I thought you just said seven inches. Seven inches, that's right. You have 82, I have 75, seven inches. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you were watching it on a 77-inch screen. I was like, <laughs> Patrick, do you recommend this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Give me if, a yes or a no. Okay. You, you used to be wa- very vehement. Now you're very neutral. Did I break you? <laughs> I think these broke me, yeah. Just be vehement. <laughs> just, just be, be angry. angry about action scenes, shit, story, theme shit. I don't know. I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> well, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. I, I, Like I said, I like these actors. They were definitely checked out by this time. Um, this is definitely one that you can have on just to be like, oh, 
There we go. It's on TV. It's a background noise. You can leave it on the background and then and like, like, you can be prepared. You can be prepared be with prepared. your girlfriend right before that part where Jessica Chastain starts choking Sophie Turner and you can be like, hey, look at that. You like and that? And then you can get her all she turned seems on. To you like, like that? that. <laughs> you want to try that? Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't recommend this movie. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't as good as it should have been because it wasn't anything. It's just, it's just a movie. Yeah. It exists purely to exist. It has no purpose, and I mean that's not because it's like the universe it was part of has now crumbled and turned to nothing, but also like it just I don't know nothing I, I don't know just it's just nothing happens it's just boring. It's because Disney ruins everything. Desantis knows that. <laughs> hey, you know what? Disney Disney rescued Marvel movies for ten years, eleven years, and then they changed their mind, and now we're not really sure where we're going here, but. But that's it. <laughs> that's this movie. It's, movie. it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it. Basically, they took a, what was it, like probably six episode animated series and turned it into a, like an hour and 50 minute movie. Or I mean, it's a surprisingly that. short arc in the comics, but that was back in the 90s yeah. when they didn't do, you know, like now they do 10 issue arcs and they did like three or four back then. I can't remember how long it is. It's pretty short. I mean, the, the, the stuff that's missing from the comics, because like I said, it's Wolverine. kind of similar. <laughs> well, <laughs> this I think this was the first one Wolverine was not in. He might not have been in Apocalypse either, because Hugh Jackman retired from being Wolverine after Logan, although he's coming back for Deadpool 3. But him and Ryan Reynolds are buddies, so that's yeah. different. Also, he's working for Disney now. He's probably getting a bigger check than he was from Fox. Um but like all the stuff they're missing is like where it gets real dark, like her wiping out an entire civilization. But it's all like the spacefaring stuff, and there our X Men never really got to that. So I will say the score. I did like the score in this. I mean, right? I there was notice. music. It, yeah, <laughs> it was very. It was perfect for the scenes. Like it's supposed to be an emotional scene, and I'm a person that is moved by music. I don't even know what's happening, and then a certain tone happens, and then like my eyes start welling, and I'm like, why am I fucking crying? <laughs> Well, I barely, I didn't really even notice the score. You did mention that at some point. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever. They can't all be winners, but they can mostly be losers. <laughs> and on that note, next week, speaking of not being losers, our last episode of the Superhero Spectacular. Spectacular. There we go. Couldn't do it that first time. <laughs> is The Phantom, starring Billy Zane. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going <laughs> to be awesome. What? What? You had I, me at Billy Zane, and then you were like, "And well, uh, we mentioned yeah, it. We've like, mentioned hmm. it in a couple of episodes already, and we always make the same joke, which is it's Billy Zane in purple spandex riding a white horse in the jungle. Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Come back for that one. Ooh, that Buffy. Will... <laughs> Buffy's in that one. Oh yes, the original Buffy, not Sarah Michelle Gellar. Ah, the one from the movie. The one from with Paul Christy Swanson. Rubens. Paul Rubens. <laughs> Isn't that? Isn't that his name? I don't know. I saw... Buffy with Paul Rubens. Pee-wee? Pee-wee? Yes. He's in... Oh, my God. I've seen that The original one? We're doing this movie. I saw the original (laughs) Buffy the Vampire... Vampire? Vampire. She's the vampire. The Vampire Slayer (laughs) in a drive-in theater with my parents. However, we were not watching that. That was like 1995. No, I wasn't getting my dick sucked. I was nine. <laughs> we were not watching that. Your dad? <laughs> we were there for a different movie. We were my, we had a different movie on, a different movie in our speakers. I was turned around watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer on a different screen. Yeah. That is the only time I've ever seen it. Paul Rubens plays a vampire. Neat. <laughs> 
We're watching that one. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay, basically the only thing I can remember offhand is that's the end of the day. We can, do, we can do anything. Oh yeah, clap. That's that's gonna be all I remember for that. The word of the day is hemoglobin. Yay. Yay. All right, that's it. And then in July we're starting our Rambothon, and then we're gonna we know we used to have a month for or we have a theme for the month of August also, but it's oh, less of a cool shit. Yeah, movie starring <laughs> children. I know we're gonna have like sidekicks in there, uh, the wizard. Why don't we do like back to school with Rodney Dangerfield? This is not about children. It's not a bad movie either. <laughs> I mean, it's Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I, there's, 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 again, there's a difference between a movie that you like and a good movie. Yeah. I like a lot of movies that are bad movies. Yeah. But anyway, that's what's coming up. Uh, don't forget to check out Evasion, Facebook, Bandcamp, Spotify. Check us out. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, even though you already did that. But tell your friends to do that because that's the most important thing. Send our, you know, share our posts. Tell your friends. Come get stickers from me and slap them on people's foreheads. Make them listen. Uh, you can pick up merch by going to our website, which is badmoviesworstpeople.com, and clicking the big blue T-shirt. Remember, if you go to Harbottle Brewing, uh, mention that you listen to this podcast, you will get a dollar off of any pint. All right. And on that note, I have been Derek. I have been Whitney. I'm still Patrick. Good night and go fuck yourself. <laughs>